to another episode of the Hashtag Truth Challenge Podcast where we talk about the whole truth and nothing but the truth in regards to relationships, mental health, life, all the stuff. So today we're going to start with our would you rather questions. Nobody knows these questions. So would you rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs on repeat for the rest of your life or forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life? Both. I can do a song or a movie. I will listen to the same song when I go to work, when I come home. I yeah, will songs. Songs. Yeah. For sure songs for me. Love you. Both. Both? Yeah. I heard that, and this is sad, but and I don't know how true it is, but I heard that watching the same movie repetitively is like a sign of some sort of trauma because you're, it's like, the movie is the only thing in your life that is predictable and you know exactly what's gonna happen, you know exactly how it ends, so it's almost like a coping technique. Really? And you yeah, you, you watch it all all the time, every but day. But ironically I feel, I feel like every time I watch if I watch the same movie, I always see a different scene that I've never seen before. Like I watched one movie that was I forgot what it's called, but I've never seen that I've never seen like Three, at least three scenes, and I was like, I've never, exactly. I've seen this movie multiple times, mm -hmm. and I've never seen these certain scenes, and I was like, oh, okay. that was in this scene, I didn't know. So like, I feel like, cause I walk out, go get some snacks, you know, you mm -hmm. go to the bathroom, so like you're missing stuff, and I'm like, right. oh, now that makes, makes sense, sense. Right. cause I, I miss you, cause you. So when I rewatch, and when I rewatch shows. <laughs> <laughs> Rewatching shows and rewatching um, movies because I also like background noise, so I really don't pay attention. Same. So I'm always finding something new. Okay. Um, do I like that one? No, not that. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather get your wisdom teeth pulled or your butt cheeks pierced? <laughs> I will get my wisdom teeth repulled, which they already gone. Shame. They get the bitches. I like it. Getting the cleaning as an adult. I hate it. Even as an adult. I hated it. I had to go right up to like five. Oh, honey. They pulled out two up here, two down here. So it was just like teeth, a gap in the teeth. And down here. And I had all the rubber bands and shit. I was ugly. Undefeated combination. Oh yep. Did you have just rubber bands? They used to have rubber bands going all the time. And they hurt so bad. Mine used to go literally from the back to the front. It hurt so bad. But your parents loved your braces before. They did. Because they got you together. They got you together so that you can be a woman. They did. Mine are just I have braces, but my bottom teeth fucked up my bottom ones. But it's, I'm 26 now. Um, okay, first topic question for today. Do y'all believe in soulmates? Okay, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a concept that I believed in very heavily at one point. I knew that there was only, or I believed that there was only like one person meant for you or one person that you were de like destined to be with 
Um, but then as my little mind started to calculate and evaluate like beep, what that means. Yeah, peacock beep, peacock beep. I was like, but God, why would you only make one person for me and it's like a billion people on the earth? So now I feel like, okay, I, I think multiple things. Soulmates can be friends. Um, and also that like romantically you can have more than one soulmate. So I think of it like this. If I think that a person is my soulmate and we end up together and we're together and whatever else, but it's not the person that like God has for me, quote unquote, then it just messes up the line of who soulmate is supposed to be who. Y'all get what I'm saying? So it's like, if I get with the wrong person, allegedly, then the person's person that that actually is, now they don't have their soulmate because I'm with their soulmate. And the person I'm supposed to be with is by okay. myself. Okay. Because, right? Because it's like very like specific. So now it's just like, I don't, I don't think I subscribe to like just one person being your soulmate necessarily. Like that could be across multiple contexts. I feel like it comes with seasons. So like if I did have the connection with someone and I allow him to have that autonomy over my body, it's mm -hmm. like, okay, I like you a lot. Right. So we might be together for a very long, long time. time. Right. But as I've grown up and I did have that experience and I did get into a relationship with that person, it's like, okay, maybe that was just for a season. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm going into my new, he might still be that person, but right now in my season, that is not my soulmate. Right. Like he, it's not there yet, you know? Yeah. So maybe it'll come up in a couple of years or you know within the year whatever happens but as of right now in my season that's not my soulmate right. you know i feel like it's gonna switch it's gonna change oh but i feel like right now in my season i might that's not my soul that's not my particular soul. i might right. want that to be what that is but that's not right now nah we're right. we gonna be well yeah. yeah but i do feel like we do have so much because you do you hear those stories about how <clears throat> the females that they're turned 50 and they finally met the love of their life mm -hmm. i feel like we have seasonal soulmates like yes there are some marriages that last in eternity but if you ask them questions they'll tell you i wish i would have got married younger i mean older or like they wish they could have changed a lot of stuff about how their relationship their marriage you know came together mm -hmm. but i feel like in seasons there's different seasons i feel like you might have a soulmate depending on your season mm -hmm. that fits where you are right. if that makes sense and i feel like it changes and it might be with the same person but right now you know yeah i'm gonna do what i do when i do it, how i do how i feel next yeah, next month it might be different but i feel like yeah. next season it might it, it'll be different mm -hmm. and then like you meet friends mm -hmm. i like y'all I agree with like the friendship thing because like you know how silly. But you know how like you just meet that one friend and y'all just that's it. Like ain't no I feel like people have seasons. But I also feel like with your soulmate, sometimes you can have a soulmate but that's not the person you're supposed to be with. Like does that make sense? I don't know mm -hmm. if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Talking. But it's just like, 
like you said, seasons. seasons like mm-hmm. that person could be in a different mindset. You could be over here. Right. And y'all soulmate, but y'all haven't connected. You haven't gotten there yet. Everybody. Their route is different. Yeah. I agree. What you think? Um. She <laughs> I agree. I agree with season. I agree with time zones. I'm gonna just call it time zones. Time zones. Um, time zones. I mean, cause me and Dre we met in 2015, and he was holy and sanctified, and I was starting and Bobby. and trotting and, oh, okay. and everything that rhymed with that. Right. Uh, and you know. It. it was there. <laughs> Hip hop. You know, the, the chemistry was there, but I was just like, I'm gonna break your heart. Yeah. Because I didn't care. Because I didn't care. Yes, you knew. And I you knew. Were right. Like, oh, and then in that season, we both liked each other, mm-hmm. but three years later, we re met up. Mm-hmm. When the timing was right. When the, the timing, timing was, was right. right. And um, you know, like look at us now. We're married. married. Y'all married. Trying to doggies. Trying to get right. Don't go baby, no pregnant. It's the dogs for me. So I mean, I agree with the ex. I mean, you might not end up with that person that's gonna be your soulmate, but I mean, it's kind of like a, it's a connection that you probably won't find again with somebody. So mm. uh, yeah, I believe in most definitely a soulmate, but it's not gonna be like your actual mate. Okay. But that person's always gonna be around. For example. Okay. So. Okay, I feel it. So, in that context of everybody kind of having that understanding, I guess there's a difference. Um, I think like on a friendship level, obviously, like we've all said, like you have that person that you connect with immediately, or maybe even gradually, and y'all like are in it from the long run, and y'all here, and y'all watch each other grow, and y'all support each other, and everybody's involved, and everybody's just on the same page and going like that same direction in life and they're just there like supporting you cheering you on you know that that thing is mutual um but as far as like um on a romantic level how do you know if we believe in this concept of soulmates how do you know if a person is your soulmate or not that's a good question because you really don't i feel like it's kind of like the vibe and the connection though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, we still gonna talk to each other. Like, my, I could be mad at you, I can be, you know, whatever. Or whatever I'm going through in life, like, you always there. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of the like, effort of, yeah. to keep, to maintain the relationship. And what's that for you? kind of feel it in your heart, kind you of? Feel so it, if uh, something bad happens to them, like, like, your heart is breaking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, um, would y'all say that it's more of, like, a spiritual thing, like a spiritual connection, connection knowing, like, something? Like going without them actually telling you. Yeah. Right. So like how we trying to explain it, but you can't really explain it because mm-hmm. it's just like that intuitive type right. thing. What's understood, you need Gotta to be explained type thing. I mean, you gonna feel it though. You gonna feel it. Agreed. Now, it's something else I heard of, and this is not something that I'm knowledgeable in, but I've heard somebody talking about it. Um, a karmic. Do y'all know what a karmic is? Mm-hmm. It's like a. Um, let me find it because I don't know. Okay, so basically, this idea of a karmic is essentially like a codependent relationship. Like, they can, a karmic can mimic like soulmate as far as like the chemistry that you feel like you have or connection. 
but at the end of the day they really don't have no intentions or purpose like y'all have good chemistry y'all be on the same page with like like general things mm -hmm. like things that y'all have in common but when it comes to like what their purpose is in your life or what their intentions are they don't have none okay i get what you're saying yep. like you for a soulmate like a soulmate essentially like they're there for a reason whether you're there for a season or for a lifetime like you've learned something you've grown as a person you've learned to communicate better you've learned to, like you've learned something mm -hmm. but a karmic is just like they're just there to fill a void basically. you and it, it's like a codependent relationship with no like like literally once they leave you be like no what was the purpose of that i think so i feel like you're in a bad place and everything is kind of like just bad, like you know, your job, your relationships, your friends, all that. Mm -hmm. And you with somebody in your bad place, they're only there for that one reason because you're in a bad place. Mm -hmm. Right. And once you reach a different level, then you ain't messing with them no more. So it's just like you was just there because we was, I'm in the hole, you in the hole, so we just in the hole together. Mm -hmm. But once you reach a different level, it's just like, okay. Right. You was there because I just needed you there because you both in a bad spot. Right. And that's about it. I feel like that goes along with so fast. Soul tie. Okay, what is a soul tie? A soul tie is basically where you are, you have a person, like if me and a guy was to do things, yes, we aren't in a relationship or we don't have any type of connection, but mm -hmm. he puts something inside of me and since I'm a person who takes things, we are females, we take it, we don't give out. Mm -hmm. um, he left something inside of me. So whether it was a spiritual tie or a soul or a depression. So he might he might have been going through depression. I didn't know, but we did what we had to do. So now all of a sudden I'm feeling what he felt. It's energy. I feel like it's a vibe that you are receiving that isn't yours, and you that we the measures wasn't taken to feel it. What's what was the word? Um, you discern. Discern. You didn't mm -hmm. discern what was happening in that in that person's life, so mm -hmm. you took on something that you didn't need to take on, mm -hmm. but you did it because of a flesh, a flesh mm -hmm. craving. You know, you just had to get that out. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a soul tie is where you, and I feel like you have it with some friends too, even though y'all don't have. I was sex, about to say soul you tie. You have that soul tie because you place. you kind of like you either integrate yourself too much into that relationship where you just got lost in it. And when you pull it out, it's like, okay, now I gotta shake all that off of me because that's not who I am. Right. It's like, I'm better than that or that's not what I want in my life. So it's just that, I feel like a soul tie is that, la that lasting effect of something that wasn't meant for you, mm -hmm. to say the least. I feel like it's something that you took on that you didn't need to take on. And right. you, now you have to, it's it's kind of stuck with you right. a little bit because you have that lasting effect of something that you just acquired basically. Right. Um I'll get biblical just like two give it to me, give it to me. Come on. It's not it's not Sister First I wanna thank God for being here. I was about to say for um for all my what they be saying activity of my limbs. You be like you gotta say that every time your testimony saying I ain't never heard that. He's the head of my life. He's the head of my life. I thank him for the use and the activity of all my limbs. And I feel like you. <laughs> um, 
on my ligaments and everything. I'm um, like, yes. That one person. Because you know, they're losing them limbs. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Tell them. Talk to us. Let them anyway. use you. Let them come on. Let them use you. That'd be a loud one. Um, so, soul ties is a concept. And we're going to go back. I don't know where you was going with that, but I completely forgot. But if you remember, we'll come back to it. I don't remember. Um, soul ties actually for me was a concept that I was struggling to understand, um, especially on a religious and like specifically in Christianity. Um, we are very much so taught, especially as women that you know keep keep yourselves because soul ties and then you attach to this man and whatever else um but um biblically the only time that a soul tie is mentioned is between jonathan and david i believe um which was on the basis of their friendship mm-hmm. um they were so close that their their souls were knit together or tied together or whatever else um, but we've kind of like blanketed that into other things when they're like, for me, I haven't found it. Uh, scripturally, I haven't found any other basis of that being the case because like, yes, I believe that soul ties can happen on a sexual basis, but even more so on a, um, just a spiritual one, right? So, and, and again, this, what I'm about to say isn't necessarily biblical either, but I think it's something that we just say in church. Um, your soul, you're, you are a spirit with a soul that lives in the body. And your, your spirit, your soul is consistent of your mind, your will, and your emotions, which has nothing to do with your body if we're thinking about soul tie. And so when I think about a soul tie, I think more about my mind my thoughts um my aspirations my dreams um and emotionally what i share with the person then that being the thing that ties me to them like you were talking about so essentially for me just sharing too much information being too vulnerable with the person that's that you're not meant to be vulnerable with that you're not supposed to share certain things with and that ending you up in some type of tie more so than just on a sexual basis because i feel like on a sexual basis basis that's it's true but i feel like it's more so and this is just me talking don't i don't want nobody to get offended because i just be talk this is my mind wondering i think more so on a soul tie basis as far as sex it's been more used to demonize us as women and put us in a position to not have any autonomy over our bodies rather than something that's like, oh, like this is actually, it can happen other ways than just this, which which is why I feel like we still end up in broken relationships and other things, because it, it has more to do with my mind, my will and my emotions, my, what, how I'm sharing. And they teach us boundaries with our bodies and don't have sex, don't have sex, don't, but you're not teaching me how to have actual healthy relationships with people. Mm -hmm. So I can save my body and Mm -hmm. still end up with the wrong person because nobody's taught me how to actually build something with with the right person or how to uh, build that spirit of discernment that you were talking about and how to actually 
listen to myself when something is off so that I'm not doing this with the wrong person. So I believe in soul ties, but um, I think that especially, and this is probably old, I haven't been like deeply involved in church in a few years, but um, specifically in Christianity at some point, like the purity movement and all that stuff, mainly geared towards women, us. So we grew up and we had, oh, yeah. we had our little purity rings. Like, I'm safe myself and I'm still just You can't let your flower be crushed. Yeah. If you can't, if you crush your flower, it won't be beautiful. Well, even more. Yeah. So once you will hold, you will hold. Yeah. And it's like, so are you teaching me? It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, because you, they, cru they, they just crush up the whole flower, flower and it's like, oh, now you can't make it pretty. Yeah. Again. So it's like, oh, I have sex one time and now I'm just now it's dirt yeah. in the So dirt. are you teaching me that God is a restorer and he really has forgiven me for all of my sins? Or are you telling me that just because I did this one thing, one there is no more time. hope for me to have a romantic, like healthy relationship? And then even off of that, you're teaching me how to dress to not to cause men to stumble, but you're not teaching them how to be to vigilant about, yeah, how respectful you, of how I yes. look. Or, because you you can't help that your thighs are out. A man is supposed to look at a woman as their sister. You're not you're not supposed to be in even more so. What's the scripture? Um, one that has already sinned. Um, if you've already sinned in your heart, you've already sinned. If you look at a woman sexually something you've already sinned against her even though you haven't done it goes that. For all. Like it's if you look at someone lustfully right that's it right there yeah so it's just a lot of stuff that like i hear it and i believe it and i understand it but i don't subscribe to it in its fullness because at the end of the day it literally makes no sense mm -hmm. like it, it it doesn't because how has that helped me as a woman like and then even then I heard someone else talking about <clears throat> being able to be sexual with their husband after marriage after they saved themselves and done all these other things and now you don't have a healthy sexual relationship with your husband because you've been taught to withdraw from that part of you for so long that you don't even know how to do to do right and how to please or how to be pleased because you don't know what you, you like right, yeah. and you don't know and so I, I still I, I get it I think that is a healthy thing if that's what you want to do to be celibate and all that and to save yourself and all that that's wonderful if that's what you want to i think it's great discipline i think it's i think it's good because i did it for a long time will i do it again no but um <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear let's be clear never happen again um but i don't think i don't think that's something that has it was good for a season but it it hasn't really helped me in the long run because I did a lot of things outwardly that I thought were right because everybody said that's what you're supposed to do and if you do this basically there is hell and damnation for you oh, yeah. and now and, and like you were saying like now this person has a piece of you and that person and that as once again as if God is not the restorer and reviver of all things not saying I'm just gonna I gotta, I'm gonna keep doing this because I know he's gonna restore but it's like but if I end up doing it because at the end of the day no matter how spiritual or whatever else I'm still a whole human not a half of one not a part of one I am a human and God knew that part already so I try to remember that if I'm messing up in any context. He knew that before I did. Yeah. He knew that before the foundation of the earth. So I rest in the fact that God knew the mistake before I made it. 
and that that's it. So you either gonna dwell and sulk and pity, or you gonna move on and do something different. I don't remember what you was talking about, <laughs> but we got on the subject of soul ties. Y'all remember? I remember, but Lord, okay. Forgive my rant. No, I mean I agree with majority of what you said. I mean I can only speak. For myself, right. I can't really speak for anyone else's journey because all of our journeys are supposed to be made different. The way that, the way that I, what's the terminology? The way that I came back to Christ is that we each have a different characteristics of Jesus, and we mm -hmm. need that. So mm -hmm. it's just like your walk and your temptation and your journey is completely different because you will have soul ties with other people. Mm -hmm. There could be negative or positive soul ties. I experience right. all negative soul ties, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Like just the the feeling of I need to be with someone, the feeling of loneliness, always constantly being in relationship. And when I was like in my very last toxic relationship, I'm like, what am I gaining out of this? I don't even love you and we leave it together. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even want to sleep next to you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so getting out of that, I have to be okay with myself and who God made me to be. And with within that journey, I continue to struggle with okay, this person is just a phone call away. Like, they just call them up, do to do, mm -hmm. go home, sleep, you right. know? Um, but having to gain that discipline is is was very hard. And, and it was very rewarding because I'm with the man that, you wanna, that I want to be with and have y'all already know my stories. But, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm satisfied to the complete. I'm good. So, <laughs> there he is. You know? So, I'm, I'm satisfied Amen. 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 Hey. So, um, but going back to women, I mean, <clears throat> and how we're being raised as little girls. I mean, my mom always used to be like, oh, boys can't call you after this time. You're not allowed to date. And I was never, and I mean, I lost my dad. So my mom was a single mom and she didn't like, you know, touch on those topics is I said what I said and it was to protect me but you weren't teaching me right you were just protecting me mm -hmm. and so whenever I did branch off I was letting my flower yeah. get crushed well, anyway I was letting my flower just go crushy crushy crush right you know <laughs> crush it <laughs> um, I'm behaving myself I'm not playing oh, but I made a promise not only to myself and to God, but it was more of I know who I am and mm -hmm. I'm going to sustain myself for X amount of years until I'm blessed with mm -hmm. that person that God has made for me. And I also had to come into context that I might be a Paul. God probably not have made anyone for me. I might just be single and doing what I need to do. Yes. But that's a whole nother topic. Started. That's a whole nother but yeah, and I didn't want, I didn't want to be Paul. I wanted to be I wanted to be made from someone's rib. Come on, rib. Right. And so and that's how I viewed it. So I mean like I said, that's a that's a whole nother topic. But sitting on a couch talking to Andre about children and he was like, Oh, I want a girl, no no no. I said, Oh, okay, let's talk about that. Because it goes 
more beyond that and he was like oh when are we gonna allow her to date and i said well i i don't look at it as age i look at it as if our daughter comes up to us and be like oh mommy i like this guy okay what do you like about him right elaborate that right yeah. not just oh he's cute oh he's nice oh he's popular no it goes beyond he's all of that right and yeah. then what is he like about you you yeah. know right. the, like in it and it matters to me like does he know that you like to do this does he know that you like to walk this way, long way home because you like to meditate or listen to X, Y, and Z? You know, stuff like that. Does yeah. he know the intimate things about you? But then sometimes it goes back to not everybody needs to know your moves. Mm -hmm. Not everybody needs to know everything. Right. Because when you share that, you feel like you lost that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's... it's and then you have the people that take advantage of it too. So, mm -hmm. like, oh, you yeah. got the long Manipulate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So now I'm your friend and I get right. to walk you home. And then that turns into a whole other thing where people end up not liking the game. Right. They just do what they Right. And I've seen that. I've literally seen one, she's not my friend, but she was an acquaintance, which I take that anyway. But she was an acquaintance and she legit was in a three year relationship gave it up and he dropped her like a bad habit. I'm like, it does not comprehend that you waste three years of your time just to get some duty do. Like, yeah. if that's all that you wanted. But men aren't taught like relationship, relationship skills either or mm -hmm. even how to be emotionally available or any of that. Mm -hmm. They have no guideline no baseline, no nothing of how to do that. Most, I'm not gonna say all, most. Where are they learning that at? They're, they're groomed and taught to chase mm -hmm. for sex. Right. A lot of times. I will hop on, the, the one thing I did learn throughout my dating journey is because I was so attached to men looking at me lustfully that it kind of gave me like a boost of right. my, I guess, identity or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm that chick or whatever. And so not to get that from Andre for almost three years, I was like, I, I, I asked him, I was just like, you know. What's up? Yeah, he was just like, <laughs> he was like, I respect you. Mm -hmm. And that opened my eyes because I was just like, I was never respected. Right. I was looked at as, okay, let me bend you over. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he legit respected me. He was just like, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, my eyes wander. But I never go beyond that mm -hmm. because I respected who you are and whose you are. Right. And I was just like... Mm. Yeah, I was like, God, what are we gonna do? say, you finna get it right now, you keep talking, how you talking? I'm finna do something to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, what's going on here? And crazy to be, I was the one like about his family or anything but I think him being who he is and who he wanted to be got him to how to respect it like you know 
who he wanted to marry. Yeah. Um, I don't really know too much about his relationship with his family like that, like that when trying to date. But I mean, legit, he has talked to many girls, but he was just like, you on a different path, you're on a different path to where when he got to me, I'm his first relationship, his mm -hmm. first girlfriend. Like, I mean, he he's like, his terminology was that I don't have time for it. Right. And I was like, oh, I was like, dang, yeah. I need to yeah. be like that. Was out here. Right. And then I feel like kind of going back to the whole like soulmate thing where it's something that um, caused you to change as well in him in whatever aspects where you learn things about yourself and your for both of y'all like sometimes insecurities are magnified and you realize where you need to fix things and where he's good at something and then you're good at something. Y'all meet each other halfway and just it's been a learning experience overall, and I think that's a really good component because, again, like, why are you here if we're not learning from each other, if we're not growing, if we're not evolving, if we're not, what, what's the point? Right, and I can say, I mean, I don't know if this is, um, I don't know what the word is, but I don't, cliche, I don't know if it's cliche, but literally, if you find that right person, it's easy. The I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. It is so And people easy. trying to lie to make you feel like everything is hard as right? shit. Right, no. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. No. Like, bro. Andre's yeah. like, Jayla, no, we ain't doing that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, versus if someone yes. else, like, if my pathway show, we're not doing that, I get defensive. You're not going to tell me what we're going to do. Like, if I want, you know, now mm -hmm. I'm like, and this is before we're married. I'm just like, okay, because like, he respected me and my values and valued me as a whole nother person that I didn't even see in myself, that it made it easy. I was like, mm -hmm. right, you know, and then we also, like, while we were dating, I was like, let's just talk about this. I don't need you. Mm -hmm. I want you. Yes. So if I go X amount of hours without talking to you, it's Gucci. Just, yeah. you know. Hey, good night, good night, your day was good, you good, okay. Right. And we had that. We went from like, didn't talk to like 11 p.m. on one day. Mm -hmm. And then we only talked for three hours the next day. It was different, like it was easy. Like we yeah. weren't clingy right. until like, we started talking about engagement. Right. Then that's when we got clingy. And that was healthy for me because like I said, I went through a lot of season of me needing somebody, me being lonely, like I just need, even to friendships, like I was calling everybody and their mama my best friend because Aww. I was just like, that was needed that I'm somebody's, somebody's friend, somebody's, you know, girlfriend, you know, all that, like I needed to be there. So I gave all of myself instead of just respecting myself and just, just flowing. Right. Now I flow. It feels good to flow. It does. It feels good to be in your own lane, doing your own thing. It really does. And not having to perpetuate your own trauma. Because I feel like that's all you do. Like, when you feel like you need to be around people or you need... We all... Let me rephrase. We all want to be around each other. We choose to be around each other. I don't think we necessarily need to. We are all clingy in our own aspect. We all talk about that. 
is clingy as shit. But in that same way, it's a difference, like you said, between a need and a want. Because when you want to be around somebody, you're making that choice. Mm-hmm. But when you need to be around somebody, sometimes you'll perpetuate a certain trauma because you'll let them do whatever they want to do just so you can be around them or with them or have their company. Um, and that's sad. All right, so this episode has been so good. I had to split it up into two parts so that it wasn't too long. So this is going to be the end of part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two next week. Peace. Yeah. 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 I'm just pulled about. They, 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 they just went down. I was like, they taking out the bottom row. And I was like, the whole bottom row? Like, you were a little, right? Why? I don't know. Do, were they your baby teeth? Because if they're your big teeth, then the ones you have right now could possibly not be your teeth. We try to say it as easy as possible. You're like, those are not Because when I was like, I couldn't pull out my teeth. You know how you're like, oh, my teeth in the front. I couldn't pull them out. Oh, oh so they had brown going on. Did it move? It stiff was. Yeah. I see a little shake. Okay, shimmy, shimmy, tight. <laughs> <laughs> it was the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's your baby. You're trying to make it shake, it's not shaking. Mm-hmm.